Hello, and thank you for listening to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Our featured guest today is part of a series of podcasts that focus on country music and faith, with stars of country music sharing their stories and their connection to Jesus Calling. Jesse Coulter is a singer, songwriter, and entertainer. She's also the widow of legendary country singer Waylon Jennings. As part of this celebration of country artists and faith, Jesus Calling will have a booth at 2017's CMA Music Festival in Nashville, Tennessee. If you're planning on attending, visit us at Fanfare X in the Music City Center from June 8th through 11th. You'll be able to meet some of the artists who have been on our podcast, win free Jesus Calling products, and more. For more information, check out the Jesus Calling Facebook page for details. And now on to our interview with Jesse Coulter. Welcome to the Jesus Calling Podcast. Jesse Coulter is one of modern music's singular talents, a singer, songwriter, and entertainer whose influence continues to echo across musical genres. In 1969, she married Waylon Jennings, and their partnership yielded wonderful music, along with personal triumphs and heartaches. She writes about their story in her latest book, An Outlaw and a Lady, a memoir of music, life with Waylon, and the faith that brought me home. Hi, I'm Jesse Coulter. I'm a singer. I'm a songwriter. I'm now a publisher. I grew up in an environment that was nothing that I would have analyzed. It was simply a great, spacious, outdoor Arizona experience where we had 1,200 acres of mining property where we would go often as a family. My father was a race car builder in Indiana. When he came to Arizona, he began working in mechanics of sorts, and he built mining mills. We would go up to the mine and climb mountains, and you know, my father would, of course, carry a gun because there's predators in the area. The men would sometimes hunt. My mother at one point was raising turkeys. My mother, who was a wonderful minister, had come here from Indiana, had been healed and pursued uh, her ministry in the late 30s. And so it was very unorthodox. Our camaraderie was often, you know, in church and the, the children and playing out in the open, all that exciting, adventurous things up in our mining property. It was a fluid, open, as big as the sky life. Music was always my draw. I was drawn to the piano very early, began taking lessons. At 11, I was, I was chosen to be the church pianist, and we had church anywhere from three, four times a week to seven times a week if there were revivals. So I was, you know, I was learning discipline, and yet I was free to go and play. I was on TV at 12 in the talent shows, and Dwayne Eddy cut a record on me when I was 16, I believe, uh, on Jamie Records. And there was a marvelous studio in um, Phoenix, Arizona that everybody from LA was flocking to. And I, I began the first record with marvelous, uh, historic, uh, musicians and then when I left home I went immediately to American Bandstand where Dick Clark was playing the record and traveled to New York uh, Dwayne featured me that was wonderful 
Uh, we traveled, we later married, and then I began writing more uh, songs that would be accepted by national heroes, and Chet Atkins was one of the first that took my songs and cut hits on Dottie West and several others. It's been a, a continued stream of wonderful, wonderful steps in my life that involve music. We'll be right back to hear more from Jesse Coulter right after this brief message. As a special offer to you, the listeners of the Jesus Calling podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Find your favorite Sarah Young titles, including Jesus Calling and Jesus Always, in an audiobook version, and get it for free by trying audible.com. There's also a sample of the Jesus Always audiobook at the end of this podcast. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash jesuscalling. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash jesuscalling for your free audiobook. Now back to our interview with Jesse Coulter. I had left my faith entirely uh, when I was married to Dwayne and was exploring all these different philosophies. And one that was very hot at the time was the Ayn Rand philosophy of uh, the virtues of selfishness. And I thought, oh, this sounds so interesting. And, you know, in the 20s, God forgive us all. Uh, and he has. <laughs> but I sought every other form of philosophy and ways of thinking that's out there. And I had not explored those before, but I, I did. And we were in a group of people that were philosophers and psychologists and all that. My faith was gone in God. It was looking into what I thought about things and how smart I was and how educated I was. When I came back to my faith, I had gone so far that I couldn't read the Bible or pray or any of that. I had to make the circle myself for about a year. I attended different denominations. I, I remember the scripture from childhood, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I remember that. I thought, well, I've got to get to where I can hear it. And then that will be a beginning. And so, uh, underneath all that, though, I think there was a river of repentance going on that I couldn't even touch. Thank God I had a poor mother. I say I'm a prayer answered. <laughs> After Dwayne and I divorced, I met Waylon. He began featuring me and gave me those years of experience. And then when I went to Nashville with him, he and Chet, recorded an album called The Country Star is Born that has recently been reissued and remastered by Sony. I've just gone on from there. Then I had quite a streak of albums. And uh, then the next thing we did was cut the Outlaws album, which broke all precedent. So, you know, that was with Waylon, Tom Paul, Glazer, Willie Nelson. In the early days, we just ran together. We had fun together. Uh, he, uh, I knew he was, you know, taking these little diet pills, uh, and I, know, I don't know why any of them changed from those to cocaine. It was difficult because I, I didn't understand it, I didn't agree with it. Of course, there was some worry 
to say the least. But he had a tremendous constitution. But I returned to my faith in those years. So that was my strength, you know, and I loved this man. I adored this man. Still do. You know, when I returned to my faith and couldn't share it with Waylon, it was defying gravity, so to speak. It was agonizing. It was perplexing. I made the decision at a certain point. I thought I can either be someone that goes along with him or someone who he can believe in. And it was the hardest choice I ever made because I loved him with my whole being. And so, and yet it worked. Within three years of that, four, he was sober and on a better path. It was, again, something that just happened, and it was so natural that it shocked me. I said things I had said before at different times that had not worked. And I said them that day in the hospital looking out the window, and I, I couldn't believe. I thought, you know, this window just opened. This window just opened in his life. And he said yes. And, you know, and it just went all over me. Of course, I can feel it right now. You know, marriage is a development. <laughs> it develops. You develop and you go through some things. And there's some challenges. There's some threats. You see how much you have already created to take you to the next level. Jesse and Waylon enjoyed over 30 years together, but the years Waylon spent addicted to drugs took their toll, and he and Jesse said their final goodbyes when Waylon passed in 2002. Jessie talks about moving forward in life without her partner and where she has found strength and help for the journey. I go through periods of think, what is going on with me? I'm not grateful. I'm not praising. I'm not rejoicing in the marvelous life I've been given. What is it? You know, this is my problem. When half of you is suddenly ripped out of you, you have to make the choice. Nobody told me that. I was just out in the pool, and I said it verbally. I choose to live. And I've had to look to very strong and good women in some of the hits I've taken. And I love it. I love the sisterhood, you know. People who have risen above it, who continuously rise above it. And I love Sarah Young. I love Jesus Calling. I just love reading about her going to Labrie and her education and her search. I thought, isn't that wonderful? And uh, I love her. Like she said, it, it changed from monologue to dialogue. I have, through the years, been gifted time and time again. We have to choose joy, and it only comes through great gratefulness and thanks for our life and what we have. I mean, God is our very breath. Jesse Coulter's new book, The Lady and the Outlaw, a memoir of music, life with Waylon, and the faith that brought me home, is available everywhere books are sold. To find out more about Jesse, visit officialjessiecoulter.com for more information. Today's featured passage comes from the February 7th entry of the Jesus Always audiobook. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Let these words enfold you like a warm blanket, sheltering you from the coldness of fear and discouragement. When trouble seems to be stalking you, grip my hand tightly and stay in communication with me. You can trust and not be afraid, for I am your strength 
and song. My powerful presence is with you always. You face nothing alone. Moreover, I have promised to strengthen you and help you. My strong hand supports you in both good times and bad. When things are going well in your life, you may not be attentive to my sustaining presence. But when you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, you become keenly aware of your neediness. During these difficult times, holding on to me keeps you standing and able to put one foot in front of the other. As you endure this adversity patiently, entrusting dependence on me, I bless you with abundant joy in my presence. Hear more great stories about the impact Jesus Calling is having all over the world. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Calling podcast on iTunes. We value your reviews and comments so we can reach even more people with the message of Jesus Calling. And if you have your own story to share, we'd love to hear from you. Visit JesusCalling.com to share your story today.